Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. Hello and welcome to another edition of our World Cup podcast back home with me, Paul Hawksby. And me, Andy Jacobson. Today we'll wonder whether I could have saved Japan's penalties. Absolutely. And we'll just be thankful that Brazil, South Korea wasn't another Arbroath versus Bon Accord. Plus, comedian, ball runner and Farnborough fan Andy Smart returns and will celebrate the second great England performance in less than 24 hours with QPR fan and former international fast bowler Alex Tudor. Yeah, yes, we're going to talk brilliant. cricket tonight. It's been I football know. all the way, but um, Tudes, of course, is a huge football fan as well as a cricket fan. So two birds were one stone after that amazing performance by Ben Stokes and the lads in Pakistan. But we'll chat about that later. We'll start with the football, Andy. Yes, and uh, well, it was all right tonight for about 20 minutes. And after that, I was so bored. Yeah, it was so well, one 20 as long as 20 minutes. Well, yeah, <laughs> there was no way back at 2 0, really, was there? Yeah. They were, I mean, as everybody's been saying, they were ludicrously wide open. So they go toe to toe with Brazil did seem a bit of a mistake. Really. Not a great idea. Uh, some things I noticed. Did you see Rafinha kind of picking Neymar's nose as he was waiting to take a free kick? No, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, sort of like going like, I don't know what it was. Like Neymar can't do his own nose. But I was thinking, I haven't seen that on a pitch since the former Port Vale star, Ian Bogey. Oh, <laughs> yes, there we are. Yeah, um, I mean, I suppose if you're Neymar, you can have someone, doesn't <laughs> it? It's Rafinha, someone whose job is designated to basically pick your nose for you. <laughs> Because you are Neymar, aren't you? So you can kind of get away with it. I think it. I'll put an advert in for one of those. I can do Before, nose picker needed. <laughs> Be good. And, um, uh, I don't know if you... Uh, Brazil, oh, yeah. I, before the tournament started, they said they had 10 dance routines lined up. And I think mm. we saw about four of them tonight. It was the first time. They didn't yeah. really do any against Serbia. I think they were bored. <laughs> but uh, they quite enjoyed him. So we've got we've got quite a few more dance routines to come, apparently. That's uh, good. And Pugas, though, he didn't like the Brazilian dancing at all. He prefers the hacker, of course. Oh, well, see, look, I've, I've said this is Andy, of course, if you're just joining us and his belief based on nothing at all that Mark Pugach prefers rugby. You've got everybody at it. Paul Kramer tweeted in the uh, first half of the game. Looks like Brazil have decided to run up a rugby score to please Mark Pugach. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
honestly, we could have recorded tonight's podcast at ten past seven, really. Yeah, honestly, but you know, it was a bit mad. It was, it was very interesting though. Graham Hunter, who obviously is desperate for Spain to win it. So yes, he's, he's proved... a Spanish football correspondent. Yeah. yeah, and he loves Spain and he thinks Spain are the best things since sliced veg. Yeah, and, and all that. <laughs> but he tweeted that Brazil were lucky because Korea actually, you know, that they had scored a goal and they were three great saves by Allison and basically they were well in the game and the Brazil had been quite lucky to win. He got absolute belts. <laughs> <he would. laughs> when the when they did get in those, you say when they did get in South Korea, um Allison was fantastic, which didn't really do him any favours, first and second half. No, I was wondering what Korean was for big second half lads and when they came <laughs> out from the coach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ali uh, McCoy, to find uh, co-commentating as always, he said, I'm looking forward to my half-time cup of tea. And it made me wonder, can you get a good cup of builders in Qatar? No. Uh, I'll take it you can. You don't think you can? I don't think so. Oh, okay. No, it'll be kind of like a mint tea, won't it? That'll be Really? Okay. Well, I don't know if that's going to go down well. Um, <laughs> the other thing we've seen, we've seen throughout the World Cup, but it's now getting more irritating. Here are these constant... Um, views of Infantino at the match. It's normally in the first five minutes, isn't it? You have to see him sitting up in the stands. Mm. Tonight, we didn't see him till the second half in the Brazil-South Korea. So I take it he watched the first game because it was late when and he had to be chauffeur-driven across the city and fed with quail's eggs and have his nose picked by somebody from FIFA. <laughs> so he only turned up for the second <laughs> half. But I used to know somebody who was um, sort of relatively high up at uh, Mirror Group years and years ago, worked there when uh, Robert Maxwell was there. And whenever you did a speech about the company, you'd have to say the words in the first paragraph of your speech, Mr. Robert Maxwell. So it just reminds me of that. Infantino has basically told everybody, you've got to get me in shot. If I'm in the stadium, you've got to have a picture of me proving that I'm the man. And uh, it's, it's just appalling, isn't it, really? Who cares if we, I mean, he's there to FIFA. He should be there. We just take it as ready he's there, don't we? We do. Uh, I Well, I do. I don't even notice him now. I, I, in fact, if he's there, I just look for Salt Bay to see if he's with him. The old steak bloke. Yeah. Actually, I was channel hopping in the second half of that game, really. Was, oh, really? So what did you oh, find on the other channel? No, actually, more more during the extra. I thought the most tedious <clears throat> thing was the extra time this afternoon. That was so bad. You know, you just... In modern football, how often is extra time any yeah. good? It's very rare, isn't it? Well, the it? first half extra time wasn't too bad. Was but um, no, the, the second half... Ten, five was... minutes of the first half of extra yeah. time. Right. Um, I didn't say Richarlison playing with absolute joy and freedom. And I was thinking, don't worry, Antonio Conte will soon suck that out of him. <laughs> Get him back, stick him out wide on the left so he doesn't see the ball. And it was great, wasn't it, Roy Keane? I, who, who would have thought that he didn't enjoy the dancing? <laughs> yeah, he exactly. said he didn't mind the first jig. I mean, I suppose if the Island Boys did it, we should ask Cass this, did they ever kind of practice a full river dance? Um, no. <laughs> because that's the equivalent definitely isn't it? not that definitely is the not. equivalent and uh, i don't know if you noticed in the uh japan croatia game uh the commentators were talking they spotted and were talking about lotar mateus they can yeah. call him uh i don't know what sort of cigarettes lotar smokes <laughs> <laughs> well i'd like to think he doesn't smoke any these days it's lotar isn't it i never, yeah, I never heard him yeah not lotar <laughs> <laughs> Never heard him record. Um, also, I loved it when the, the two Brazilian subs were coming on in the 70th minute 
And the coach was making them, Martinelli, I can't believe the other sub was, making them look at the iPad. Thinking, what's the point? <laughs> no point. <laughs> it's a classic Harry, just go out there and run about a bit. Just go and enjoy yourself. You're 4-1 up with about 10 minutes left. No, what's absolutely. The point? Absolutely. So, yeah, the J- Japan, Croatia. Uh, Japan were great to watch. I enjoyed it. Mean, uh, it was one of those things where, as a neutral, I thought, I could take another 90 minutes uh, of Japan. I want them to go through. Mm. I mean, just... It, Sort of Croatia were just sort of strangling the life out of them, ultimately, weren't they? I mean, we all know what's going to happen. Croatia are going to make the game against Brazil boring and they're going to lose. That's exactly right. They're going to to play. They're going to, you know, it's going to be a low block and they do exactly what Serbia did, make it a really tough watch and Brazil will nick it 1-0 after about 80 minutes. Have you seen this thing that Adrian Charles has been going on about, about, terminology like he hates terminology like low block i don't know oh, why yeah. i mean you know you've got to have these terms that, that explains exactly what it is i don't know it's a bit i think it's sort of inverted snobbery not to like proper terminology yeah. uh, piers morgan uh, his tweets on football are usually less than worthless he'll he's basically called uh, gareth southgate a top man we've got a top manager can you imagine oh. what he'll call gareth southgate if we lose to france yeah honestly <laughs> the bloke is amazing but never mind. And I've noticed on Twitter that reporters who clearly aren't TV presenters and never will be doing kind of awkward pieces to camera. You think, mm. oh, just stick to print. Honestly, it's it's painful. Never oh, mind. Yeah, OK, well, fair enough. Um, I didn't, I didn't name else, them. And what else have we got? Um, oh, yes. Japan's penalties. Oh, I yeah, mean, they were terrible. just awful weren't they really yeah i managed to get sue to watch the first bit of the world cup she's watched because she likes the penalty she likes just likes a penalty shootout so (laughs) football was just penalty shootouts you could be there you could watch together um other general bits and pieces i will come on to chesney hawks because andy smart's going to join us we'll come on okay yeah we're talking about chesney Chesney hawks to this world cup (laughs) and england's chances Oh, very much so yeah gustavo scarpa um, who's, who's just joined? Who's just joined Nottingham Forest? Yes. Uh, wild fans apparently yesterday by skateboarding in the city centre. What of Nottingham? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, if we just, if I just signed, if my club had just signed, what Matt Ford felt about this star <laughs> Brazilian signing, skateboarding. <laughs> You're asking for trouble out for three months. Imagine Steve Cooper's face when he comes off. <laughs> Madness. Honestly, why have they signed somebody else? That's bonkers, isn't it? Yeah, another signing, twenty fourth signing. Yeah, still, I, I've got to watch them. Our rivals in the league. Yeah. And uh, did you see French President Emmanuel Macron predicted a three one French victory with goals from Giroud and Mbappe and Lewandowski? So wow. I think we should get him in for the false panel. He yeah, I think he'd be good. That would be good. Yeah. That would be excellent, bro. Um, also, did you see Matty Cash? I, I've not seen this till tonight. Matty Cash has done an advert in Poland, a Christmas ad. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He, he comes down the chimney and the kid goes, Matty Cash, Matty Cash. And it, the joke is, it's always nice to have a bit of cash at Christmas. Oh, okay. And it's all very lovable. Until <laughs> he quite good. Does that work a, in Polish? Yeah, that's what <laughs> until he puts in a sort of S-house two-footed tackle on Matt Doherty and puts him out for six months. He's slightly less lovable when he does stuff like that. I don't know if you've noticed that. There's also a bit of a... Some of the England boys were saying that they couldn't see why they had sort of green stains all over their shorts and all over their kit, and it wasn't like normal grass stains. And there's been a few people suggesting that they're doing the Augusta painting. You know, sometimes they paint the greens at Augusta. Yeah, because the pictures are looking quite scarred. They look like a heat map at the moment. 
They are. So yeah, it's but they wonder why they've been coming off with green paint on their kecks, which is uh, which is a bit strange. Yeah, there was one of the games where the pitch was really not great at all. Um, Dave wrote to the Daily Star. He's not very Dave happy. Who? A desperate bloke called Dave. I, I don't know. Called Dave. Okay. He yeah, put his right. last name for some reason. Yeah. I wish he had. Um, he says Saturday night is fast becoming a joke. There's no normal entertainment like the wheel or anything. Football takes over everything. Why not just put the football coverage on a sport? It's once every four years, mate. And it was all, there were probably about 98 other channels you could have watched at that time. At and least. you flicked through them all tonight, didn't you? Well, I did actually. <laughs> did you stick with any of them? I mean, did you? Did, no. What did you kind of happen upon anything interesting? Curling, I thought it was quite. It was in. Oh, so it was sport. It was sport. Oh yeah, I was, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't no, no. sports. Oh no, I was only going through the sport. Andy, it's once every four years. You've just <laughs> said that to Dave. Yeah, yeah you're, you'd rather watch the curling on Eurosport than the well, World just, Cup once every four years. It was just during years. the extra time. I was so bored. I just thought, no, no one's going <laughs> to score here. I knew they would. It was. Oh you know, dear. But I do anyway. like predicting. That, I'm sure everybody does this. You like yeah. predicting. Oh, he's going to miss. Oh, he's going to score. You know, the penalty yeah. shootout. And actually, with Japan, it was quite easy. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just basically said they're all going to miss, more or less. <laughs> yeah, it, was, really. it was a shame because they were they were great to watch and I really did enjoy watching them play. But, uh, yeah, they were just out-professionaled, as is often think, the case. I great header by Perisic. That was a cracking header. Yeah, he, he's a very good player. He's, he's yeah. the most two-footed player I think I've ever seen. He really yeah. is. So, yeah, impressive. So, um, Andy Smart will be joining us. There's quite a lot of other bits and pieces, business that we can mop up when Andy Smart makes a return. He joined us, I think, about the second night of the tournament. And a lot has happened, of course, since then. So, um, we'll catch up with Andy and see how the World Cup's been unfolding for him. And uh, also, we'll be chatting to uh, Alex Tudor, the former England fast bowler, um, not just watching football today, watching the cricket, which was absolutely sensational. Yeah, what a performance. Well, the yeah. record's tumbling as well. So um, Alex Tudor, huge QPR fan, big football fan. So he'll be joining us to chat about that as well. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. Well, we've had two fantastic England performances uh, in less than 24 hours, following on from Gareth Southgate's boys. Uh, ben Stokes led a fantastic victory uh, over Pakistan in the first test in Royal Pindi. And here to talk about that and a bit of football as well, because he's a big QPR fan, loves his football, is the former England fast bowler, Alex Tudor. Hi, Tudes. Hi, guys. How are we? Good. Good thank you. Yeah. I mean, Good. what a day of sport. I mean, we so we had the England game last night and then yeah. we followed the, the England cricket uh, team today. What a magnificent result and... Uh, Brilliant bit of captaincy. NASA saying it's the, one of the best bits of captaincy he's ever seen. I think it gives, he seemed quite choked, uh, Ben Stokes, when he said that. <laughs> no, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, I'm 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 not surprised. Um, I think there was when Ben took the job. I remember he was. I can't remember who he was getting interviewed by, but they asked him a question as in regards, oh, you know, win, lose, draw. And when they got to the draw bit, he was like, "I don't do draws. I'm not here to draw." And I think I remember saying. As England fans, we need to strap ourselves in because we're going to have massive highs, which we had in the summer, and then you're going to have the odd low and you're going to have people saying, well, you can't play this way and whatever. But I think listening to Brendan Cullen, listening to him speak, it's all about the positivity. It's all about just letting guys go out there and do it. We're here to entertain. Um, we want to put bums on seats. We don't care if we lose as long as we're doing it the way we want to. 
so be it. And I, I was not surprised with the way they went about it in that first innings, scoring those amount of runs, but doing it in the time that they did. So it was like 101 overs. Mm. They got 600 plus. Allows a lot of time left in the game. So obviously, Pakistan bat, they bat extremely well. Um, and then it was, I was like, Ben, they're going to come out here and they're going to go all guns blazing. They get 200 and odd in 30 odd overs. And then I actually thought, thought, wow, there's still a lot of time in the game. But Ben is giving them this carrot of, Mm. you know, 340. Yeah, you know, we can get that. This wicket's doing nothing. But it allowed him saying, right, on this wicket, you're going to have to play a certain way with positivity to try and get it. But in that time, we're going to get wickets. And I think it may be a surprise to a few that obviously, you know, was it nine of the wickets in the second inning were were got by seamers. You think Mm. maybe spin may come into it. But it weren't the case. And, you know, what happened, happened. And it's unbelievable on that wicket. And even people from around the world to Mark Ward then came out and said that Brendan McCullum and Ben Stokes are changing the face of Test cricket. Mm. Uh, And people are going to have to change the way they play when they come against England. And I mean, listen, that's so nice to say, isn't it? Because for years, you guys, I know you and Andy, avid cricket supporters, you know, there's been times when it's been very difficult. I think now the way that England are playing and they're giving guys that opportunity to go out and express themselves and there's no repercussion, we back you. Um, Listen, the first three days of Test cricket in England, no one's getting a ticket because it's going to be like absolute (laughs) gold dust. And and they're playing, you know, white ball cricket in the Test arena. I mean, Mm. it's... It's just the way that the game is going. Amazing. It is, it is amazing. And uh, it was high risk, though. There was a point where <laughs> I was watching it and I was thinking, oh, God, they're going to they score 650 <laughs> and they're going to lose. <laughs> but, but I'm not Ben Stokes. So, I mean, it's, uh, the, it's the highest score in a five-day test in the history <laughs> of the game. I mean, not sort of timeless test back in the day, but for five-day <laughs> test, the highest amount of runs scored in history. I mean, that is something else, isn't it? It, it, it's 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 just unbelievable. I mean, I I feel a little bit for the Pakistan bowler who made his debut, and he got four wickets, but he ended up going for two hundred and forty or something <laughs> in not so many overs. I mean, it's not something that you want on your resume, but <laughs> the way that these guys are playing, it's it's unbelievable. And I don't want people just to think, oh, it was a flat wicket, they're flat wicket bullies or whatever. They're doing that on every wicket. I mean, you listen, you know, the amount of runs that they were scoring in the second innings back here, you know, against that attack of um, New Zealand. Um, listen, there's nothing to, you know, turn your nose up on. It was, you know, these guys are playing fantastic cricket. And it's just great to see as an ex-player, but as an England fan, to see these boys playing with that positivity. You know, Ben Stokes, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, I would have loved to have played. I mean, I was lucky enough to play under Adam Holyoke. And Adam Holyoke, Ben reminds me a little bit like him because he used to do exactly the same when we was at Surrey, where he would give the opposition a bit of a caveat. And I remember people like Martin Bicknell and stuff that I was playing with who had who sort of of a def, different generation were like, no, 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 let's get 400, make sure that they can't get it, and that will give us time. But in doing so, you're taking more time out the game. And Adam says sometimes you have to have that fear of you could lose, and they feel that they can win, and in doing mm. so, you get some wickets, and then you get the result that you got. But it's unbelievable. And it was like, normally it will be a day five. No one's watching it. It's going to be a boring draw. People are just stacking up stacks, batsmen, getting loads of runs. I mean, we've got to remember only last year, or it was when Australia were there, 
on this same wicket. Pakistan were 258 for none yeah. in, in the second innings on the fifth day. So that just shows you how massive this win was for England. We can't underestimate it. Was, it was a fantastic win with some brave fields. And even national commentary kept saying, like, the old captains himself, Atherton, Root, Cook, Stewart, they would have people on the boundary, mm. you know, to sort of protect, protect the runs and so you can try and keep the run flow um, secure. And, and Ben was like, no, uh, Leach, I'm not giving you man out. I'm going to keep them up. People around the bat, you keep throwing up there and we'll get opportunities. And that's such a brave, a brave individual to do that. But yeah. he has the backing of the coach mm. and, and the players around him and they love him. We love him. He, he, he's been fantastic. We just hope that his body will stay fit um, because we're going to have an exciting time with him leading. Yeah, absolutely. And we should have a quick word on the football. Have you been uh, watching a lot of it too? Yeah, 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 it's been great. I mean, I've, I've been having these conversations with my kids. I've got, you know, I've, I've got three, um, two that live with me now and my 10-year-old girl and my um, seven-year-old boy. And, and we sit down as a family, actually, and we, and we watch the England game and he's watching all the games and obviously he's calling out all the big names. But it, it's, it's been fantastic. You know, the football's been great. I think mm -hmm. England, I mean, Duke Billingham, I mean, geez, I mean, you could just put, I mean, I said the, the happiest people are people that um, represent him because yeah. I think, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, what is the price? I mean, he's got everything for a 19-year-old, um, the maturity, you know, and, and at Birmingham, you know, obviously Ian Danter, our own Ian Danter at TalkSport, you know, avid Birmingham sporter, you know, 16 years old, made his debut, was getting man of the match every pretty much every game. Mm. Then he goes off to Bushy Dortmund, plays with some good players in a good league, is doing it, could have come back and played this summer. He said, no, I'm going to play another year. And, and we're seeing the fruits of that now. He just, he, he looks like a boss in that midfield. Um, and I just feel if, if Gareth just allows our attacking talent to just thrive, I think we shouldn't be worried about, obviously we, we've got to worry about Kylian Mbappe. He's, he's different quality. But I just think our attacking, as our attacking team, we could just let them go because we've got a ray. For me, I think we've got the, the best attacking talent in the World Cup mm. with depth, with strength for depth. You know, you've got, you still got Callum Wilson and, and people like that on the bench. Um, you know, it's, it's this fantastic raid that he has. He's got a good team. He's got the backing of all the players um, and he's doing a great job. So he should do a, a Brendan McCullum, basically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. Could you that imagine that? Good. Yeah. Could you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the England football fans would... Uh, I don't know if they'll be like that, but I, listen, it's... Um... Gazball, we'd call it, wouldn't we? Of course. <laughs> he's, not gonna, he's so not going to do that. on the front foot. <laughs> well, nice one, too. It's good to talk to you. Thanks ever so much. No pleasure. Thanks for having me. There we are. Alex Tudor there, former England uh, fast bowler. Our thanks to him. Talk Sport. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from Talk Sport. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jacob's Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. Well, we caught up with friend of the show, ball runner, comedy store player, cheese chaser, Farnborough fan, <laughs> Preston runner. You get the idea. Um, uh, well, a couple of nights into the tournament. So a lot has happened since. So let's catch up once again with our old mate, Andy Smart. Hello, Andy. Hello. Hello, boys. It's... it's- uh, yeah, it's been exciting so far. I mean, it's always a way, isn't it, with every tournament like this, that when it, when you lose the 10 o'clock and the 1 o'clock, you go, oh, no, what am I going to do now? <laughs> well, some people do. Some people not, do. Some people are on this podcast, too, but not not all. There was a, a sigh people, of relief in some quarters. I some people were going, I hate football. Yeah, I used to like I football, used to like it. was the best phrase you no, used. It was just, it's such a long day when it starts at 10 o'clock. Oh, I know no. people like that. Yeah, I, know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm so, I, I only work two hours a week. You've got to remember this. Got a lot of time on your hands. So your your team, Farnborough, has still been playing. Um, oh. And I see uh, that uh, we read today that a, a number of EFL clubs have requested to change kickoff times for this Saturday to make yeah. sure supporters get home to watch England, France. So they're a little bit concerned that the attendances could be here. I mean, it's not kicking off till seven, but... Um, oh, no. yeah. But people, yeah, well, the away teams have got to get home, haven't they? So, sure. it's, uh, yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, we we, we had a 12.30 kickoff last Saturday um, so that people could get home for the games. And it, and, uh, it didn't affect the attendance too much, even though it was freezing cold. But... Um, it was yeah, it was a good game. We we drew two two with uh, Hampton and Richmond. We should have we should have topped them, but we didn't. Yeah, Moose was telling us that we had a, we had him on the other day, and he was saying yeah. that the attendances have been great during the World Cup because well, people are have. missing live football. You know, some people you know love. Like, there's not enough. There's four games a day. They've got to go to a game as well. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong with well, these people. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm going to Welling tomorrow to see Welling Farber, and, and I'll, I'll miss the evening game tomorrow because uh, I'll be watching that. So. And we've started doing commentary now at Farnborough with uh, me and Ben Shoveler are doing uh, the commentary at all the home games. So, is that Shoveler? Is that, is that his surname? <laughs> Shoveler. Really? I, I tried to think what he's known as in the dressing room. <laughs> That's it's, ridiculous. A, it's a bit, it's a bit unfortunate. A bit of alliteration that would be for him, wouldn't it? Yeah, I won't say it. We all, we're all thinking. We're, it. we're all yeah. thinking it. Yeah, especially the team aren't playing well. well. He's a lovely yes. Man. Very good no. commentator. No, I'm sure he is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know if you've, I if you've done, you've noticed that um, I, I, this was the, the VAR teams are wearing exactly the same clothes as the referees and assistant referees and fourth officials. So no. in the VAR, in their version of Stockley Park, they're wearing the same clothes as yeah. everybody else. Kalina says that's because doing that job, they perspire just as much. It's a bit weird. I'm not, surpri wearing... I'm not surprised with some of the decisions they've been making. FK... I burnt out in sweat <laughs> after those. FKWs in this tiny, <laughs> tiny little box. You know, what else wearing could they all, wear? Wearing what all they, the wear? they can't wear suits or, you know, or they leisure could wear. wear. A, they could wear action <laughs> slacks or they could wear a tracksuit or something, couldn't they? Like a games maker's outfit, a little trilby. That would look good, but they wear the same... They wear the yeah. same clothes. Chris. I don't know if you're aware, Andy, we've been following the uh, the efforts of Chesney Hawks yeah. to inspire the England team. He's uh, apparently... He sang at the, the, the England game against Wales, didn't he? He did, at half-time, yeah. yeah. That's right. And since then, the sun have, have just clung onto him like a limpet and have turned him, <laughs> as we said, into a Poundland Phil Collins at Live Aid, where they they said he had but 19 hours to get from Butlin's Skegness to Qatar. <laughs> and then we had an we had an exhaustive timeline, Andy, today, wouldn't they? Where they explained yeah. how they did it. Basically, <laughs> get him a cab back from Skegnester home. He had three hours kip, which kind of takes the excitement out of it. Then they got him in another car at the airport. Then he got on a plane. Then he got off a plane. Then he got yeah. in another car. Then he turned up at the stadium. Hardly planes, trains, and automobiles. Is it kind of? I, it? I, honestly, I'm so sick of him. There's a part of me that wants England to lose. <laughs> <laughs> we never have to hear from him again. Yeah, no, he's tremendous. You can't blame the lad. I mean, it's no, of no. course. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna milk it. He's look. He's a good lad, and he's got. He's been on with us. He did celebrity combination lot with me and Charlie quite recently, and he's got a good sense of the fact that he had this big hit. But he's a lovely lad, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, he's, I'm sure he's a really nice bloke. No, yeah. I wouldn't mind getting flown out to to an England game every so often. No, no. That's it's very, very it's very interesting though. The Sun did their usual vox pops after an mm. England game, but yeah. what's noticeable is the type of people they ask because these are obviously the only type of people that can afford to go to this World Cup. Yeah. A re recruitment consultant, Ashley Hagar, 36 from Nottingham, said, that'll do for me. Retired <laughs> company director, Andrew Preston, 46 from Cheshire, said, our name is on the cup. I mean, it's important yeah. that. <laughs> Building project manager, Kevin Green, 54 from London, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Construction Michelle Moan from the House of Lords. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you wearing a mask? <laughs> she could definitely yeah. afford to be. I've got, I've got 5,000 in the van. Oh, yeah, as you said. It's, 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 there's a shot of the England fans. It does, it does look like a middle-aged bloke stagnant, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does. There was that fantastic picture of that bloke. Marriage. He's on his third marriage. Yeah. I'll take my boys. We'll go to the world. <laughs> there was a guy last night in the crowd who had a, he was a man of a thousand faces in one face. So Jeff Norcott, fellow comedian, said he yeah. could, it was a lookalike with about six different lookalikes. If it was a pizza, the cheese and tomato base was Steve McLaren. And on top of that was about five or six other faces. He it, had... it, it looked like a contour map of the Brecon Beacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many lines on his face. Yeah, it was a life well lived. Life well lived. I I know, the, the picture's been doing the rounds. So something that I've noticed today as well, that um, Sooty is bringing out a Christmas charity single. And I oh, could yeah. think of one major issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, he, hang on, hang who's on. Who's going to sing it? You're, you're, oh, yeah, that's you're, true. You're forgetting that. I was thinking, is he Jewish? Oh, no. <laughs> is Sooty Jewish? Well, I wonder what the problem was. Oh, okay. 
Sweet, but it's the best jazz trombonist this country has ever produced. And he's always in the back row of the Sooty Show band. It's just not fair. <laughs> well, I don't think it's an instrumental. I mean, I think there's a lyric to this song that Sooty is bringing out. As a... Maybe maybe Sue's doing it, you know, doing yeah. it. Do it to, 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 you know, they'll do a bit of an Adele on her, and you know, <laughs> he could be like the he could be like the band lead. He could be like the James Last of this particular thing, and a man of well, a man mate. of no words. I see him more as Dave Arch, strictly. <laughs> um, John has quite uh, kindly put. Oh yeah, look at him! Look at that bloke's face. <laughs> oh it's, yes, look at it. It's a light look around the eyes. It's yeah. uh, it's, it's Steve McLaren essentially. Steve McLaren. I can see a bit of John Bishop in there. Yeah, yeah, who else? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think who else. What about this? Ronnie O'Sullivan next to him? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good Ronnie O'Sullivan. There's Jürgen Klinsmann in the background. Look at that bloke there. A little bit of Jürgen Klinsmann meets uh, Bradley Wiggins. Oh, yeah, look at that. What a face. <laughs> and he's standing there holding the World Cup aloft. Probably not the real one. No, I don't think um, so. <laughs> Sooty's also doing uh, more than one panto again. I've mentioned this before over the years. I mean, how does he do that? He must have he must have Chesney Hawks driver. <laughs> or I'm sorry, kids, there's more than one sooty and he's oh, no, 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 no. terrible oh, no. news. He'll do these more days than you one. could you, you could fit him on a drone, surely. You could just drive <laughs> That's a lovely idea. I think you should fly him over the next England game. That'd be tremendous. Certainly yeah. singing his Christmas single. <laughs> Sweet pop playing jazz trombone, Sue singing it in the Adele style. That would be fantastic. And then the sun get hold of that. And they'll drop Chesney like a stone, wouldn't they? Drop him like a stone. So, Andy, um, so all in all, you're enjoying it. You're enjoying the World Cup. I am loving it, yes. Obviously, I, I have issues with the, the, the where it's being held, but I, I'm loving the actual games, yes. it's mm. It's been fantastic. And I, I as, as I said on the first podcast I did with you boys, I always do 3-3 every match. And Cameroon, Serbia came up gold for me with their 3-3, and that was... Two pounds at ninety to one is one hundred and eight. That's covered all my bets with it. So I'm I'm continuing with it and hoping for another three three in the next couple of games. Well, you never know. Yeah, you England, never know. Uh, England versus. I mean, it was very close. This, the South Korea Ghana game straight mm. after it, where he snuck up on the goalkeeper and then slipped over. If he if he just stuck that in the goal, <laughs> I'd, have had, I'd have had two in one day. <laughs> well, let's hope your system pays out. Andy, for now, lovely to talk to you again. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Are you, you're back at the store, I take the comedy store in, in Every London? Every Sunday, yeah. We, we, we took a bit of a beating last night. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> game but uh, uh luckily the next England game is on a saturday so we should be all right next sunday yeah and so Brilliant. if england win you want a good night out go along at the comedy store in, uh, yeah. in central london and see the comedy store players cheers andy all the best cheers thanks lads andy smart there as always on uh, fine form well andy just time to uh, give you tomorrow's matches we kick off at three o'clock with morocco versus spain oh yeah. morocco plays one for nice fans stuff. of oranges i'd say yeah the Morocco coach, there was a story about him today. I mean, they were being a bit careful about it. But uh, apparently, um, there's an, he's got a nickname based on his bald head. I don't know what it is. I couldn't really find out what it was. Yeah, he, oh. he said, yeah, that's right. They say um, they're, they're very upset because they reckon they've not been given enough tickets and they're now having to buy on the black market. Uh, and they're a coach, they say, who has a derogatory nickname aimed at his bald head. 
Baldy. Baldy. It's like Harry Hill. Baldy. Yeah, yes. maybe it's that. I don't know. It seems, I, don't, I think it's probably cleverer than that. But anyway, Morocco have been playing great. That should be an entertaining That should game. be a very good game. Yeah, and then in the evening. That's foregone conclusion. No, that's right. In the evening, we've got Portugal versus Switzerland. And Cristiano Ronaldo, realising probably they're not going to win it, has said today, winning something with Portugal is not the same as winning with Argentina, Brazil or Germany. It's different. It's much more difficult. Oh, he is a piece of work. He's a piece of work. The ego of this bloke is <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? So if we God. don't do well, it's not my fault. He's also, uh, it looks like he's going to sign for Al Nasser in Saudi. Uh, 200 okay. million euros a season. So uh, well worth the money. What happened to that? Uh, one more year in the Champions League. Apparently, yeah. uh, apparently not. Maybe it was the... Uh, the Saudi Champions League. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to see him tomorrow night. Uh, against be good if Switzerland won that one. That would be great. The Swiss. Well, the podcast will return on Friday because we will be in the TalkSport studios with no games kicking off at 3 o'clock. We'll be back for our normal three-hour show. and You'll be able to download the H&J Daily with the best bits of the show. But Wednesday and Thursday, we're back in the studio. So no podcast for you tomorrow. But we can tell you about another podcast. You can get even more from TalkSport. And you could subscribe to the TalkSport Plus channel on Apple Podcasts. It's $2.99 a month. And for that, you get ad-free listening to all your favorite TalkSport podcasts. And you'll also get exclusive access to bonus episodes of the Clips of the Week. We do lots of different specials that are there for uh, theme specials for those uh, subscribers. And um, we kind of do the... The bits and pieces that Andy never gets round to on the show. We have, we do a deep dive into yeah. Andy's uh, it's, notes. It's variable, but can be quite funny. Can be quite funny. There's some gold in there if you look for long enough. So uh, all those bits and pieces Andy never gets round to in the show, we bring you in those TalkSport Plus podcasts. So all you have to do is search for the TalkSport channel on Apple Podcasts and get your 14-day free trial of exclusive content from us, those clips of the week, and Andy's uh, notes and they're available, as we say, at TalkSport Plus channel on Apple Podcasts. So we will catch up with you in the studio on Wednesday. And uh, the Back Home podcast will be back on Friday. Hawksview Jacobs Daily World Cup podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.